and welcome to a new episode of Be A Fan Podcast. We are doing the right thing. We are going into this with a lot of lot of excitement because we just concluded week one of the LCS. And for me, it was as hyped as ever. People were expecting, you know, a lot of differences and a lot of nuances that would bring more uh, enthusiasm and energy back to the LCS. And I think for kickoff week, uh, that really did hit the mark for me. The room for improvement, absolutely, but it hit the mark for me. And joining me today to talk to us about how we want to celebrate LCS and the NACL is Andrea. How are you doing today? Um, just okay. <laughs> Very. <laughs> it's been a little bit of a weird one. We had the LCS, and it was like there was all this cool new stuff. There was all the new way to get the games transitioned to one another. And mm-hmm. then we had all of those million poses. And then we come into this week with this whole stuff about the riot layoffs. So it's like, mm. yeah, I don't know how to feel anymore. It's it's but, a bit of yeah. an up and down for sure. And yeah. that means, uh, for those who aren't um, attuned, I don't know how you aren't, right? Maybe. Uh, riot has uh, one of the largest layoffs in, in recent memory for the whole um, organization. And it affected every region. I know LEC is going to be hurting. Uh, for sure, it's going to affect LCS. Uh, there were some a couple of people that were uh, friends of people that we follow, friends of people that we like, and maybe some of your people that you're acquainted with through the social media. Our thoughts and uh, prayers, definitely that they would land on their feet and find work because these are talented folks and they've worked tirelessly. I just think that this news just came down so unexpectedly, which is very unfortunate for many who now have to uh, figure out their situation. Um, anything more to say about that? I, 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 I know we're trying to be like fans and stuff, but yeah, it's a little bit hard sometimes. <laughs> um, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Show well, gone. it should certainly as a fan, mm-hmm, we can't not be unfazed or unaffected it really does it's a bit of a downer i'm not gonna lie um well our show will continue to hopefully bring you these uh some of these news and also continue to encourage you don't um you know don't give up don't um you know don't despair we will be covering and celebrating today the player of the week as all our shows will continue uh, going forward, celebrate player of the week. We have to talk about teams at some point. So maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that next week because I know one fan base. If you've been following my power ranking on fan bases, FlyQuest stands at number one this past week because of the interactions I have with them, the quality of productions that they put out there and, and the engagement uh, that are, you know, just quite uh, the, the, that really push for an excitement of this team. And every week I will continue to look on social media. I will continue to look on various uh, platforms to see which fan base, uh, which, you know, team does well in promoting their team, promoting why you should become a fan of that. So be on the lookout for those. And you might get the chime in, you ever get a vote, comment on the power ranking. That will help us a lot. Um, Before we get any further, just want to let you all know that this show is partnered with Cloud Fantasy. Cloud Fantasy is a different way of playing fantasy esports. Um, the I've had the chance to correspond with the makers of this fantasy app. Simply, it's an app on iOS, an app on Apple. 
that you can download. It's a simple way of playing uh, fantasy uh, esports, and they have League of Legends on there as well. Pick, you know, who you think will win. Pick a series of questions who will be better than, uh, like, it's a head-to-head between the players. And when, you know, you can play for free, you can play for a little bit of uh, money. It is fun and exciting way to, and a different way of uh, having, you know, something to do and while following your favorite team or following your favorite player. So as we kind of segue into the main portion of the show, we are going to be talking about player of the week, Blabber. Not a stranger to anyone, Blabber has been with the LCS for, you know, quite some long time. I think he replaced Fenskeren, is that correct? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. After Fenskeren's after um, MVP split, by the way. <laughs> true, true. kind of funny. <laughs> I didn't know who this player was. I was very highly uh, quizzical, confused, right, after he replaced it. Uh, but he's been in the C9 system. I think he played for C9 Academy before then. And perhaps you know a bit more about him. So Blabber is Robert Huang. That's his uh, actual name. But his old uh, IGN in-game name was Blabberfish2. And from there, he's kind of uh, spawned a couple of nicknames. So he was player of the week for this first week. Uh, it's really hard to argue why he wasn't player of the week because he played outstanding. He was great on the Viego, led the team in kills in the first games against our favorite NRG. Um, and then he dominated the second game, which I thought it was more impactful when he was on the Jin Zhao. Rarely misses, jumps into fights. He was crazy throughout that uh, those two games and... Although I have to say I was much more impressed and bias is telling me that I should have voted for Jojo Pyun to be the player of the week. Uh, it's hard to argue why not Blabber because he really enabled his team to uh, be have success on the Rift. So kind of running down some of the statistics in the game against NRG, he finished with a 6-8 uh, stat line, 6 kills, 2 deaths, 8 assists. And he was more than 100. Well, okay. I'm exaggerating. It was uh, about mental math, uh, 60 CS up against opponent. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. He was, yeah, more <laughs> than 100 CS up on contracts by the end of it. Um, he like farming. Yes. <laughs> he, what, look, I watched that game again. He was like 30 CS up against contracts by 17 the minutes. And game? Why would you do that? <laughs> the most boring I game know. I have seen in my entire life. I have. <laughs> I was put to sleep. I felt so. I felt so terrible. I cannot believe what what has become of one of the most historically bloody and wild matchup in LCS recent history, which was CLG versus C9. See, that was always bangers. <laughs> Legitimately, every single game they play versus each other, it was a banger. And then this weekend they used the Liberdos, the most loser <laughs> resident sleeper game I have. I have witnessed to my. Oh my. Don't I, despair. I ate, I ate three hours. I know that was like an hour maybe with the power or something. <laughs> it felt like three hours long. Uh-huh. That was uh-huh. horrible. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it it, it <laughs> felt oh, like forever, right? You just want them to end it. Just end yeah, your misery. The post and then I was like, C9, please finish this game already because I don't want to be watching it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is... It, Look, and you're right. Historically, last year, I don't think C9 could beat uh, CLG or NRG at all. 
Yeah, it was always this team that always uh, no, kind it's of that, upset they will the No, they always split. They, was always, they always split games with regular season. Mm. And then, always splits, right. C, and then CLG was the team that always beat C9 the most out of everyone else. Right. Which was they funny. couldn't In beat, bios. you know, all the other teams. They might, you know, you know CLG could, could lose to Immortals on any before. given day, but they can beat C9. Blabber, like, Contracts just <laughs> decides he just wins the game versus Blabber. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm sure for the NRG fans or the, uh, you know, Neo-CLG fans, as I call them, uh, there was yeah, kind of a bit of a worry. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yes, I'm gonna... Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to get boycotted. I'm going to lose Andrea over this. <laughs> uh, it's going to happen. Uh, but we were worried. Like, are they going to have a suffer a, a hangover from Worlds? But despair not. NRG finished well in their second day. And it was just a matter of getting familiar with, you know, with, with Huhi. That's the change that they made. And, and, you know, just trying to scale. The blabber. That's, that's who we're celebrating. His Viego was nuts in that game. So let's end your misery so you don't have to tweet about, you know, this show going for three hours long. The second game, they played against 100 Thieves. The 100 Thieves mm -hmm. just came from a day of beating Team Liquid. And everyone was like, wow, this is going to be a surprise. They're going to surprise a lot of people. They certainly surprised me. But coming into against C9, that was kind of a buzzsaw. And yeah... Um, the, the, the whole, it was a Blabber Jojo show, you know, Vulcan, of course, contributed somewhat, but it was the Blabber Jojo it show. It really just like is the Blabber Jojo show. That's, that's what we learned this weekend about C9. It's, <laughs> that's just how, that's just how it's going to be. It's there just so good. What, mm. what can we do? What can the LCS do when <laughs> C9 just gets Blabber and Jojo? It's just how, how win, how win. They're just so good. It's that's amazing. They need to just pull out the playbook where they get make C9 so bored that they start, you know, stop trying. You know, that's the C9 MO. <laughs> that's the yeah, plan. Maybe. That's the only way. That has happened before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, that's part of my worry. Because they look so dominant right now, I think they might run out of steam by the end of the summer split. Uh, yeah, this is another game where Blabber just dominated River. Uh, River try as he may just uh, yeah, outplayed left and right um so yeah for those who are of course just listening to the lcs trying to learn let's give our a little more in-depth look to our player of the week let's talk a little bit about the man outside of the rift we all know that he's a jungler we all know that he plays for na but we don't know much else about him and certainly we uh got some you know, fan and, and uh, enjoyers to provide us with their favorite moments. But, you know, just some things that the LCS profile put together by our one and only Andrea. We get to find out a little bit more about Blabber. Uh, he's 5'5", five five, born in Maryland, USA. 5'5", Blabber is the smallest player in the LCS. No kidding. Five. He's shorter than <laughs> Jensen? He's, well... Uh, do we have this in here? So, so in our database, at least in our database, wow. I want to I want to specify that because we don't have everyone. Uh, but we don't. Have it Jensen. shows on stage. <laughs> do I not have? Oh, we don't have Jensen. So uh, in our database, yeah, we don't. In our database, Blaber is the shortest player in the LCS. Yes. And last last year, well, this year too, uh, C9 had both the shortest and the tallest player in the LCS. 
which is just blabber, which was which is uh, five five, <laughs> and then right. it's Ven who is five. And right now the tallest player is yep. that we have registered is Fudge, who six four, I think. So fun fact. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's really it's really exciting to see like when they stand next to each other, like it's the, it Fudge and Blabber. He looks so tiny. I know he looks so small. <laughs> uh, mm. So C9, C9 wants it all, huh? Tallest and shortest player that we know of, at least. Yeah, yeah, that we have. <laughs> uh, he recently celebrated his birthday, and he's a young 23-year-old now. He was born in January. I did not need to need that. Yeah. <laughs> to me, like, all of these junglers are, like, they're always, like, 17-year-old and just debuted in the LCS. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I hear they are 24, and I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel so old. Stop, stop growing. Yeah, it's I know. So I know. Twenty four. You're right. Twenty four years old. And uh, yeah, that that the the whole J Law meme is like, what do you mean? What what do you mean? He's twenty something. He looks yeah, young. Yeah, they grow so fast. <laughs> uh, and he, they're growing up to become a legend. So something about his obsession with watermelon. How did you find this information out? Oh, hidden talent, ability to eat a lot of watermelon. This was on the broadcast, I think. I'm pretty sure they put it on the Know Your Pros mm -hmm. cards that they, they used to make. Mm -hmm. And apparently that's his hidden talent. But he also said that his favorite food is watermelon in a video for C9. I don't know why he likes watermelon so much, mm. but mm -hmm. maybe it's, it's something. <laughs> I know I have no idea. <laughs> and it's listed his favorite food is both Chinese food, like a whole ethnicity, a cultural food group, and watermelon. Just like those are his favorite food. Interesting, man. Uh, least favorite food would be mushrooms. See, Barbara, if you actually eat mushrooms, maybe you'll grow tall like Super Mario. Just, just saying. <laughs> uh, favorite TV show, How I Met Your Mother. This is mine as a man after my own heart. He, he, he has some like, you know, NA blood in him. Uh, and favorite anime is Hunter x Hunter. His favorite streamer is Tomio. Interesting. Golded based. Like, okay, so here's a thing. Here's another fun fact. The two greatest junglers of the LCS of all time. Yes, I'm going to say it contracts is one of the greatest LCS junglers of all time. But after that world performance, I get to say it. I get to say that contracts is one of the goats of the jungle in, in North America. And he also, when asked his favorite streamer, has said Tomio. And for, for all the people who don't know who Tomio is, Tomio was uh, a jungler in the EG Academy. And then he became Cloud Knight's Academy jungler, which means like he played both uh, under contracts and under blabber. So they both know him very well. <laughs> and he's a very mm. funny, he has a very funny personality and he's a very funny streamer. So if you ever, if you ever see, if you are ever bored, you should go follow Tomio on stream and you ever catch him, watch his stream. You're not going to regret it. It's an experience. Oh, okay. And Tomio is still actively streaming. Uh, from time to time. I don't think he's been streaming a lot okay. lately. Hopefully but he picks it back up, does. but uh, I'm sure he is busy uh, right now. Mm -hmm. Well. Awesome. <laughs> and of course, if you go to the LCS profiles. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No. Okay. So for, for those interested in learning more about our player of the week, please visit the lcsprofiles.com and, you know, is enjoy the website. You get to see many faces. You get to learn many, many things such as Blabber and Watermelon. Uh, Blabber also earned a nickname Crabber. And, you know, this gets gets us the segue. Like, there's a lot of favorite moments uh, about Blabber. And we've kind of 
farm some, you know, fan and, and enjoyers uh, what their favorite moment is of Blabber. So why don't you guide us in this segment? You know, what have you heard from some of the people what their favorite moment is of our beloved jungler? Okay, so we ask the community, right? Because Blabber is probably one of the faces of the LCS right now. So like, the context of this pre of the week is like, um, Blabber usually just really has really, really strong spring performances. Um, he won uh, MVP in spring 2020. He won MVP again in spring 21. Uh, <laughs> so like he also had a really strong spring. Actually, I don't remember if he had a strong spring last year. Probably he did. He's a good player. <laughs> um, but so like, of course, a lot of people have, have become fans of Blabber throughout this time. I mean, it, he's a very, he's a sort of a little bit of a private person because we don't see him posting a lot on social media or things like that. Um, he doesn't have like a lot of an online presence, uh, but he's still someone that I think is very likable. Like I don't ever see people like that are like super like saying that they don't like him or like they are rooting for his downfall or whatever. Except for that time when the Crabber situation happened. So let's talk about the Crabber thing. So we all remember the Crabber, right? Enlighten us because we might have new fans trying to figure out what is okay. this about Blabber so and remember, Crabbers. We uh, remember C9 at the Messiah 2021 and Blabber is like flashing to, uh, flashing to get a scuttle crab and then dying. It's one of the most famous moments in everyone memed him forever. Everyone thought he was terrible. How did he do that? Why did he do that? Et cetera, et cetera. And it became, he became like a meme. And then, so, and then, uh, and people were making fun of him. People were being like mean about him. But then he like kind of owned it. He, he like made it his thing, you know, like, and then C9 made the merch with the Crabber team. <laughs> so now we have the Blabber Scrabbers and then we have Crab team stuff <laughs> and we have Blabber eating crab in like, Dustiest <laughs> promos and all that. And I think that's kind of really cool. That's the only time I kind of remember that people were re getting really, really mean on him, you know, because around, around that time is when I started mm -hmm. rooting. Because I remember, like, I didn't really, I was a little bit of a, like, I was a little bit of a, like, when Blabber won his MVP in spring 2021, I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was a little bit of a doubter. Mm -hmm. But then the, the Crabber thing happened and everyone started turning on him. And I was like, no, no, wait a minute. He's really good. What are you talking about? Why are we turning on our best player? Mm -hmm. Like legitimately. <laughs> and I started to become very fond of That's him. True. And I think I became mm -hmm. a fan of him after that happened. Because even after that happened, even with that happening, I think he had a really good, strong performance at that tournament. And a lot of people just fixated on, on the, the thing that he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Everything else is like they forgotten about like how he played yeah. because they focused and on I that. Think, yeah, and I think I think overall he he didn't have that bad of a performance, and I think he has shown throughout time that he's just the best in the LCS. And I think now now nowadays no one uh, no one really brings that up uh, as nothing but like funny memory that we all remember that oh blabber <laughs> remember when he did that. <laughs> So I asked a lot of people uh, what their fav favorite moment uh, was, um, and I got something. <laughs> I got something from my friend Likras, and it was, you know, this weekend we had that game. He he was playing Sin Sao, mm -hmm. and he yeah. was like, legitimately, he was dominating that game. Oh yeah. And there was one moment, one moment, in which he 
goes in because he feels invincible. You know that he feels like he cannot die. Like he feels like he's so strong. He feels like he has it. And then he dies. And my, <laughs> I and remember my friend, that moment. He just jumped yeah, right in. He, yeah. Push. And, that, and I, I asked my friends and they, and my friends sent me this clip and said, this is one of my favorite Blower things. And I agree. Like, Blower <laughs> has these games in which he's like that. And then he goes and does something really silly. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, that's Blower. <laughs> That, no, that's good. Yeah. He'll still have those a little from time to time, but he was feeling himself that game. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a really they were dominating. He was really dominating in a way that I yeah. It was just peak flower game in that game. A couple of people mentioned the MVP chants after the summer twenty twenty two championship. Did you remember that um the summer of twenty twenty? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a that was a big moment for him. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't a big stage, and that's the first time I'm pretty sure that he won with a crowd. Um, because before they won, they won during COVID. Mm-hmm. They won LCS during COVID time, and then they won LCS in 2021 in spring when there was no crowd, and then in 2022 summer. So the crowd starts chanting MVP, MVP, and he starts tearing up, and he starts such an emotional. And I think I I I also mm-hmm. felt like he was it was so beautiful like legit chills chills from seeing that I'm not a fan of C9 and I hate when they win but <laughs> right <laughs> I hate seeing C9 the, win the I hate it the team itself you can be like eh. I, I hate it they win everything it's so oh drives me insane but seeing that was so so beautiful like that kid I can't say anything about Lover he's just he's such a good player and he's just. You know, he's he's a good kid. How 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 can I not root for him? Yeah. Or North American talent. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think he'll ever leave C9, but you're right. He's he's not the type to to be controversial, right? Or that doesn't trash talk. No, no, no. Uh, no. Or, he's or, or, or... very quiet in general, mm-hmm. I will say. Um But he's so good. So I'll go through the others really fast. Um mm-hmm. a couple of people also mentioned that he's MVP spring, his 2022 spring MVP is the strongest MVP in the history of the LCS. I cannot confirm nor deny this because I didn't watch. <laughs> Were you watching during 2020 spring? Yeah, 2020, like 2020 the COVID spring? year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, there's nothing else to watch back then. I, mean, I, was, I, I was watching. So, like, I cannot confirm nor deny, but like, uh, two people mentioned this and they told me, like, so... he was really jungle diffing really hard. <laughs> So that would be, let me think, 2020. I mean, that's a C9 team that was like super uh-huh. strong, that people were so mad that they didn't get to go to MSI because of COVID. Right. Okay. So that was his third year playing in the LCS, and we saw a, a transformation. He went from a player that was highly uh, you know, talented mechanically, but his macro was something to be desired for. But 2020 was the year he really stepped up. And stop being um, this this crazy mechanical player known to be just mechanical. He was able to do uh, play the macro well, so that's why I would say that it was the year that he stood out. That's why he stood out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm willing to believe it. Um, even this play that I watched, Blower was MVP, which was the 2021. I mean, he was definitely uh, putting up really really strong performances. Uh, I have I have another moment that I remember myself so which is this tweet that i hate from our friend david <laughs> <laughs> that and i'm gonna quote the tweet 
uh, that it says, uh, we couldn't ask for a better face of the LCS than Blaber. Moments after losing in the finals, he was still signing autographs for fans that were by the C9 tunnel. In his most painful moment, he was a true sportsman. This is from the finals on last year in summer 2023. And there's mm. a video in which you can see Blaber signing autographs for fans. Just after, after that loss, which was, by the way, a really, really tough loss. Like they, mm -hmm. they didn't, they got crushed by energy. Yeah. And he was, was still a sweep or yeah. I, I... And he was doing that. And I just thought that was, that was so good. Like I just really had this tweet in my memory and I thought, um, it was, a it was, it's there's really, we, we couldn't ask exactly like that. We couldn't ask for a better face of the LCA. Mm. Like we no longer have Gerson. We no longer have double lift, but we have someone that's, Truly, truly a sportsman who's such a talented player too. We also, have, I mean, a new faces coming up that are uh, spicy mm -hmm. too. I really like this. Uh, this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and before we kind of, you know, put a bow on this, this is this this is exciting for him to be the first player of the week for this new season, and we get to talk a dive a little bit more beyond just the player that you see on the rift you can get to know a little bit of him in these moments where you know he's still out there signing with fans it was you know uh, like you said it was a tough loss and certainly i think um there was one thing on my mind about blabber uh that you mentioned he could be the face of the lcs right and so Lots of people are throwing these questions in. I even got one right in right before the show started from Ojai Vega, our friend of the pod. What's left for Blabber to be the GOAT and a player? Or, you know, there's constantly this night bot on our Oracle Elixir Discord that's asking how much more will Blabber have to achieve before he passes <laughs> double lift as the best NA player ever. A few more titles, a certain amount of career longevity. He isn't there yet, but I'm curious how far away people think he is. So this question is going to be there forever, right? Do you I think mean, he's arrived? I mean, I um, it's not for me to decide. It's just uh, it's something that we just eventually we will know. No, I think Blaber. This no? this is by the way a tweet he made like in 2021. So like that's two years ago, <laughs> two two mm -hmm. years ago. Holy, holy, how time passes. And he got memed on because this yeah. was a joke. Like he, he wrote it as a joke. And like, and like we, we use it as a meme from time to time. But then the time has come in which after Robert has gone so much, he has won so many trophies. He has gone to so many international tournaments. So like you start questioning, okay, what is, what is, what does it take for him to pass double leaf or years? And I think, oh, or specifically double leaf at North America born player. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I, I'm not sure what the answer is. It might be a different in public's perception. It may be the fact that Double played well, in three question... different teams mm -hmm. and won championships with three different teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Blavro has only with one. It could be, I don't know, international success. I don't know. I don't think Double got that much, but he did get to finals of 1MSI. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't probably. I don't know. So maybe better. let's compare apples to apples. Mm -hmm. If we compare apples to apples, Double Live may be an ADC and he has a different type of career path, but the the current face of the jungle LCS is X Smithy. Uh, I don't think <laughs> anymore. See, that's that's where I'm headed. I think Blabber has passed X Smithy as one of the more the greater uh, NA player 
for jungle I, I think specifically and he's inching already. yeah and he's yeah. inching to the double lift status in my opinion yeah for sure awesome well it's great to be able to talk about this player of the week i as much as i want to see him succeed i do want to see other player of the week so we can talk more about different you know players and we'll talk about different teams next time too but be so we'll close the book right now on lcs for a bit and let's tune in a little bit on what's been happening in the NACL. I know you, this was a busy week for you, but you still were able to get a sense of the mm-hmm. NACL results. I thought it was fantastic to have it right after the LCS game. I was able to watch some of it. I did couldn't f- pay full attention because I was out dinner and whatnot, but I still was trying to tune in on Twitch to watch the NACL. And I saw a couple of really awesome uh, plays and and, you know, so let me let me turn this over to you. What are were some NACL thoughts that you have for this week? I thought I was falling asleep by the second list. <laughs> it's so late. It plays so late. <laughs> That's um, true. Okay, we had very interesting this weekend because we had an upset that was like kind of huge. It was Wildcard beating TL. So no one was expecting that one because Wildcard is one of the lowest rated teams and TL is one of the top top most rated teams. Uh, we had FlyQuest completely stomp uh, these guys, which was unfortunate and sad for me because I'm a disguise fan. Then we had Cincinnati Fear uh, 2-1 M- Mirage Alliance. That was um, that was a little bit more contested. Definitely, that that series was a lot more like competitive. I really enjoyed it a lot. And we had Maryville also. I think probably consider a, consider maybe a. An upset, I don't know anymore because Maribel changed their roster last minute. So the roster is actually a lot better than people thought it would be. So it's it's kind of weird. Uh, but anyway, I asked around a couple of people's opinions. People were... So one of the players that got a little bit more highlight this weekend was uh, Quad, who was debuting like in FlyQuest. The, it's Korean player who's Korean player who plays in the mid lane for FlyQuest Challengers. Uh, he had a, I think he had a really good debut. But I also think from that team, and, they, and in fact, one of the people I asked, one of the people that mentioned Quad was um, Andrew Barton <laughs> in the Oracle Selector Discord. Mm-hmm. I think there may be a little bit of bias there. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but from that team, I also would like to uh, shout out uh, Chime. Uh, my friend uh, Scully Vlarg put his name in the, the standouts list, and I agree with him. He was having some MVP performances, Chime, who by all means should not be... <laughs> Playing in ACL, <laughs> but he is. So I'm we, telling we, you, uh, we should have him up in the LCS somewhere, but we don't. So he's playing in an ACL, and he was having a uh, pretty, pretty strong performance. And from other teams that were not FlyQuest, uh, people were impressed with Quaker. Quaker is a top laner for Wildcard, and he was all, he was before this team. He was the top laner for uh, Supernova last split. And he was someone that also surprised there because he was like kind of their shining spot of a team that was uh, very, very in the lowest of placements. So Quaker had uh, a strong performance this weekend. As I mentioned, Walker won their series versus Team Liquid. Team Liquid's top laner is none other than Jenkins, Bob Jenkins, formerly LCS player, formerly TL Academy player, mm-hmm. back on TL Challengers. So not, he's not any random person, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, those were the people that stood out. Um, and Maribel changed their roster, and now they're playing uh, 
Ju Yi and Spyrax, who people might recognize as former mm. FlyQuest challengers, Mid Jungle Duo, now they are playing for Marvel University. So that makes their dream, I think that makes Marvel a lot stronger because, you know, this jungle, Mid Jungle Duo was really, really good for FlyQuest challengers um, for the entire time they were there. So, like, yep, that's 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 all I had to say on an ACL. I don't know if you got caught any of these games, if you had any thoughts mm -hmm. about it. It was certainly a surprise to me because I watched like uh, midway through the wildcard TL game and then I watched the had the half of the game two and both times. I mean, TL looked like they were about to win game two, but then wildcard just came back. So that was really impressive. We talked about them last week with Cubby, right? How wildcard is <laughs> bottom for most people and they did that. They mm -hmm. came out really, really strong. Um, I was uh, some one player particularly caught my eye was uh, Young. Uh, he's he's just insane. He's got, kind of a couple of like crack plays, but um, you know that you know just yeah. He had a very strong Akali game that he almost carried. Yep. And so hey, look at me. I'm I'm actually you know following and trying to pay attention to this uh to to the NECL. There were a lot of uh, exciting games to watch when you can find the time. And of course, if you want to join in on some of the fun, you know, you can find out more about these players and who you want to root for and, and follow their track. They could be the next, you know, great LCS player, They you know, walking, working their way up. And so, well, folks, uh, this week there was not a kind of like transitioning to the last segment, uh, Crybaby or Constructive Criticism. I couldn't find too much uh, on social. Uh, the, the 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 league Reddit is dead. There, there really isn't much going on there. Oh my there. goodness! Hmm? Oh my goodness! What'd you say? I yeah. Mean, well, wow. yes. Thank goodness. Uh, it is so dead, and I learned why after listening to Travis uh, Gafford <laughs> this week on his uh, Travis this Hotline League. Uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, they uh, they did it to themselves. Uh, one of the things that did stand out, maybe, maybe it's not even a big controversy or anything, but um, you know, Jensen at the end of the the weekend was uh, on Jat's show. Uh, I forgot the name was Pros. Um, yes, Pros. Pros, right? Just talking and and gave a take that uh, Korean aren't uh, crazy anymore. That was the quote. Um, but people are, of course. We anticipate that people were going to take him out of context. But, you know, all in all, all he's saying is that, you know, it's very key. Communication is very key. And when you bring in players that don't communicate well with the rest of the team, what where are you going to go with that? You know, Right. You're going to just have a really hard time because X, it was XU that brought up. He's between Rich and Dove, who are both LCK players. Not to say that they were bad, but you know, communication played a factor in that, in in some of the growing pains that this team will be going through. So Jensen was commenting on that. Hey, teams need to realize, even if they're bringing in a very cracked player from the LCK, right, or from Korea for whatever, communication is something that they need to pay attention to. So it's almost not worth it a lot of times. The visa headaches, the you know, team uh, synergy building with a short amount of time. Uh, of course, you know, they clarified that he's not talking about like, hey, if we get a chance to land Faker, who wouldn't want to, right? Who wouldn't want to land a Gumayushi? But he's talking about these decisions that a lot of these orgs are making on bringing players that are either in Challenger or not even in the LCK. They were just Korean players 
that were somewhere else playing in the LLA, playing in the ERL. Um, you know, Berserker might just be one of the the exceptions, right? He was from the T1 uh, Challenger brought in, and he is he's doing amazing. But you cannot bank on exceptions every single time you import someone in. I don't know. Be- some people overreacted. Other people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna remember what you said." It's like there's, there's there's no there's no controversy here, people. So I don't know. I I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that before we kind of close out for today? Uh, I just uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a spicy take. I, would you agree? Is the that communication is important? That people having like you know yeah. Uh, what can I say? It makes all the sense to me, and it's it may it may just be a call out on on uh, orgs for constantly trying to bring imports when it doesn't make sense. All right. So, with that said, this has been another episode of Be a Fan. Andrea, what do you got going on for this week? Are you able to find some time to watch? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll watch in the weekend. I'm gonna try to keep <laughs> awesome, up with the updates. Awesome. That's it. TCL starts. And hope you this get week. some rest as well. Because <laughs> I'm rest... pretty excited about that. <laughs> Oh, me! I'm TCL yeah, star tomorrow. Player, For anyone uh, who, are you wants the watch, team? who wants to watch, who wants to watch the Turkish uh, league championship, uh, it starts tomorrow. I don't remember exactly the time, but you can come watch some of the your favorite LCS AD Curry. His name is Luger. He's playing tomorrow. You can come watch him. I'm gonna be watching him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we also have former <laughs> former LEC double. Ta- Twice champ, twice LEC champion Armot. Uh, we also have um, mm-hmm. former LCS mid laner Bolulu. <laughs> we also have former ah, LCS right. mid laner Blue, and we also have former Evil Geniuses Worlds ADC Kaori. So you can come and watch all of this amazing talent tomorrow. Uh, talent in the TCL <laughs> at Riot Turkish uh, on Twitch TV. <laughs> Ad. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag ad hey by you naming off all those names i basically feel like i know these players and i should be watching and following um and it's almost like you know it's a lcs team uh, it's lcs league <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry i had to do that oh, one. <laughs> my word no worries uh i'm gonna talk about this after this off air i don't know if you saw it on kangas's twitter and anyways uh guys Continue to send in your thoughts. Continue to be a fan. And if you know people who are looking for a team to root for, looking for players to root for, send them our way. We're here to continue to pump up the LCS, the NACL. We're here for the players. We're going to promote them in any way that we can. A couple of things that are you know, pertinent, maybe if you want more podcasts about the LCS. Uh, Power Spike is back, apparently, with Degon and uh, with also Monte Cristo and uh, Dom. IW dominate and um, we also have Jay Silver a journalist who's posted a couple of uh, interviews one of them was with Blabber so take a moment and check those out and of course keep supporting our little pod that could because we want to bring the energy and we want to make you a fan so until next time do the right thing be a fan Oh,